Hello and welcome. My name is Lucy Heaney and you are listening to the social media scroll or the media scroll. It's basically where I scroll through the media, watch whatever I need to watch on Netflix, whatever's going on and bring it to you and give you some advice. And I want to have a variety, something serious, something not so serious, some escapism, something that'll give me a little bit of knowledge, but just bring it to you in a short, short bite where you can take advice or not or leave it or just join me for a chat every week. So let's get straight in. The first um, thing I'm going to talk about is the podcast that I've been listening to and I think I will probably be talking to the converted when I mention How to Fail by Elizabeth Jay. How to Fail is a podcast which Elizabeth Jay brought out I think in 2018 in around there. It's hugely successful. I'm sure many of you have already listened. She has interviewed everybody from Alistair Campbell to quite recently Ruby Wax, um, Gina Miller, everyone really um, on the maybe kind of the media circuit in the UK. Um, she also interviewed Gloria Gainsbourg quite recently. It's where people come talk about what they perceived as failings. It's quite open what we perceive as failings. Um, and then how those failings actually turned out to be the best thing that ever happened to them. Sounds a bit cheesy, but it's actually quite wonderful. And um, you can delve in quite deep into the personality of someone when you're talking about how they dealt with or how they saw failings as happens in their life because a lot of these people as you can imagine are very high achievers but the episode that I'm going to talk to you today is one with Alain de Bouton. Alain is a philosopher, a Swiss-born philosopher, lives in the UK. Um, the episode which I'm talking about was actually a bonus episode which happened at the beginning of lockdown. It's interesting to listen back to that just to see how far we've come but I think we're at an interesting point at the moment where we're kind of neither in nor out. Some are in, some are going back in. We all know we're potentially going back into lockdown. And he deals with how we deal with emotions and how we deal with ourselves and how we reflect on failings in ourselves and how we can give ourselves as adults quite a hard time when we're feeling quite down. Uh, I'd highly recommend it. He is, he's just great to listen to. Um, I wouldn't really go with his reading recommendations, sounds like he's just jumping from one book about one pandemic to the next, I'll be skipping on that, but a very, very interesting read. Also, um, I'm a huge fan of The Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard, and Dax did a bonus episode this Friday. He usually brings out podcasts on a Monday, usually with an incredibly successful person in Hollywood. Um, and usually on Thursday he goes with more people from the philosophy world or social media or business world. But on Friday he provided a podcast where he spoke about his sobriety. Dax celebrated 16 years sober earlier this month. And unfortunately he has fallen off the wagon. He, in all of his podcasts, I, I think I've learned a huge amount of how from how I should speak more openly about my emotions. He is very, very articulate when it comes to expressing how he feels. And in a man, certainly in Ireland and the UK, I think that's very unusual. But I think it's something that people seem to learn when they go to AA and 
are incredibly honest with themselves. And this episode, he was incredibly vulnerable and it's very, very moving. He speaks to his co-host, Monica Padman, how he feels that he, he uses the term gas litter um, during this time. And it's, it's just a very moving episode. And to hear somebody being that raw is very, very powerful. It's just, I think it's about 45 minutes long but I would highly recommend everybody to listen to it just to understand how to be so open and how vulnerability can be very, very powerful. But also for me, coming from Ireland where we've an unhealthy relationship with alcohol and we certainly, I think we have quite an unhealthy relationship with people who are addicts and who come to terms with that we're not usually very comfortable with people speaking so openly about that and I've I've learned a huge amount about the disease of addiction from listening to people like Dax Shepard so I'd really really recommend that. For Instagram this week I'm going to go with somebody who's very general and who's just right across social media anyway and I think most people will have heard of her it's Trini Woodall. Trini Everybody will know her from her incredibly successful show in the early noughties with Susanna, Susanna, um, Trini and Susanna. It was very much of its time. It's where people like uh, Simon Cowell were almost given a Nobel Prize for being cruel in their judgment of others. And Trini and Susanna played into that. It wasn't the nicest show, wasn't the most comfortable show. And I think we can (laughs) probably question ourselves in the way that most people sat back and wanted that as entertainment. However, she has completely reinvented herself as a social media queen. She has also launched a very successful makeup line, which is done primarily online called Trini London. But for Instagram, I really recommend everybody watch her as we're kind of heading back into that time where we're probably going to have a lot of time in our hands, regardless of whether we're in lockdown or not. We're, it's, we're heading into winter and we're going to be spending a lot of time indoors. Trini provides basically a lifestyle channel on her Instagram feed. On Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, she has um, her uh, fitness guru come in on eight o'clock in the morning and you can work out with them. She also, during the heart of lockdown she, on Friday, she would have um, Sanjay, who was her meditation guru. She also holds uh, uh, interviews with successful women in business. She gives advice on how to set up your own business. She is a hive of knowledge and she is willing to share her. She is very, very open in a very different way to the way Dak Jackard is open, but she's open and honest to a fault about, about people's appearances, unfortunately, but she's not quite as cruel as she was back in the Trini and Susanna days. But uh, she's she's set up a tribe. There, there are tribes of people who follow Trini and who have come together in Australia, in Ireland. I think there's two sets of Trini tribes in Ireland who come together as women to encourage each other. And the one thing they actually have in common is Trini Woodall and she's just set up these groups of people who are there to support each other. She's phenomenal. Her, her story in itself is phenomenal. She is always striving to be more powerful and more successful and she is a powerhouse of energy. Actually Facebook approached Trini at a, the right time in her life where she was searching for something else to do and it was at a time where 
where Facebook had discovered that their demographic was a lot older than they first thought. So they needed faces to represent that and they um, approached Trini. She took this on, she set up her own Facebook page. She started up in the bathroom and I basically anybody you watch, whether it's Vogue or Har Harper's Queen or Harper's Bazaar, all of those things, all of those in the bathrooms are really inspired by Trini because she used to do Facebook lives, still does them, not as often, but she used to do a Facebook live in the bathroom about eight o'clock in the morning and start her routine, answer questions. And she built up such a trust and such an intimate relationship with her followers that it's amazing to watch and it's amazing to see how powerful that could be. I'd actually say if anybody is thinking of setting up their own YouTube channel, Facebook channel, whatever you are going into, study this woman and watch how she's done it. She's amazing. Okay, so, so for somebody very different to Trini, I am going with our YouTube channel who I have subscribed to and I guarantee you I am I have decided that this week I am not reading another thing on COVID other than just watching this man who will provide me with the information. His name is Dr. John Campbell. He is um he's a senior lecturer in nursing in the University of Cumbria. He's been a clinical nurse for over 30 years. And he is a power of information, but what he does is he gathers all the information that's put out there on a daily basis and brings it and puts it out there in layman's terms. He's absolutely phenomenal. So if you don't want to be bombarded with so much information and hype and media spin, just go to this man for solid information. He's amazing. Then on Netflix, this is something that I have been hearing about since April and I missed it when it was first put out on BBC and then a friend mentioned that it was now on Netflix. It's called Staged with David Tennant and Michael Sheen. It is just 30 minutes long each episode. I think I feasted on it on over just one night. Uh, very very funny. It's Michael Sheen and David Tennant playing themselves very like the trip with Rob Ryden and Steve Coogan where they play versions of themselves but it's versions of themselves during lockdown trying to rehearse a play during Zoom. Anybody who's out ever had any experience in amateur dramatics or anyone who's ever tried to ha hold a Zoom call um, for professional purposes will totally relate to this show. It's very, very funny. The real life partners are in it and um, it's just a very, very witty 30 minute show that you can delve into. So what's on in general this week? The Bake Off came back and it came back with Matt Lucas. Uh, it's Matt's first time jo joining the show and I was very loyal to the BBC version of Bake Off and I didn't watch it once it came to Channel 4, what I think it got such bad press, the way they dealt with Mary Berry and the way they dealt with general production of that. I just didn't go there. However, I'm not that loyal. I need it. I need a world where I can escape, where the worst thing that can happen to you is have a soggy bottom. So it's absolutely amazing. It's very funny. And Matt Lucas is incredible. Um, more news on Tuesday, the 29th of September, that is Tuesday, that is, that is Tuesday, um, at 2am we can watch the first debate with Trump and Biden, um, and it'll be interesting to see how that goes. 
it doesn't it look nothing seems to stick to trump mud doesn't stick to mud so i i don't think it really matters the type of performance he gives he will probably be a bully it will be interesting to see how biden will deal with this i had the pleasure of seeing biden when he came to dublin uh, i saw him in trinity college and he is incredibly charismatic an incredibly powerful public speaker he is relatable he is the type of person you would imagine getting off stage and enjoying a dinner or a pint with and that shouldn't matter but back in the good old days where the world wasn't falling apart those were the type of questions that were asked of us with a president when an american president was running who would you want to go for a pint with and it would certainly be no question uh, joe biden However, none of that seems to translate on TV. He doesn't seem to, it, that kind of charisma doesn't jump off the screen at you. So I think there's going to be a hell of a lot of work going on. Oh, God knows policies don't seem to matter in elections these days. So you need something more powerful to jump off the screen. I just, I just hope it will. In film news, Tom Cruise Tom Cruise's news film has been confirmed, it's been given the green light, and it's going to be filmed in space. It's as yet untitled, but it will, he will have his first launch in October 2021, and the rest of it will be filmed over a three-year period. It sounds bizarre, I don't know how this is happening, apparently it's getting back and backing from Elon Musk and NASA, and... Yeah, I believe it when I see it, but apparently Tom Cruise is filming in space. Uh, Kylie released her album this week, uh, Magic, and I think as much as we need Bake Off, we need a little bit of glitter and we need a little bit of uh, disco from Kylie, and that's what she's provided us with. And God knows, if we want escapism, Kylie Minogue is the place to go. In other Instagram news, David Attenborough, 94-year-old David Attenborough, joined Instagram and almost broke the thing. I think he outdid Jennifer Aniston, who joined Instagram and brought the whole thing crashing down last last summer. But uh, he, within an hour, he had 1.5 million followers. And it's been a great week for David Beckham, David, David Beckham, David Attenborough, because not only did he join Instagram, he also was photographed by the legendary photographer, Brooklyn Beckham. Yeah, sorry for mentioning his father's name there, but the legend that is Brooklyn Beckham got to photograph the up-and-coming star that is David Attenborough. It's a good, bizarre week all round. Join me next week for more madness on social media. I try to stay on the positive. Yeah, I think it's actually... I'm staying off Twitter a little bit. But... uh. I'll stick with the nice, shallow Instagram feeds, YouTubers and Netflix. Thanks a million. Take care. Bye.